If you've ever been to a rock concert, then you've likely seen concert goers holding their hands in the air with the index and little fingers extended. Uh, this symbol has many names. The sign of the horns, throwing the goat, uh, the maloik, and more. But where does this symbol come from? Well, today on English Through History, we're going to try to get to the bottom of this mysterious symbol. But before we start, I'd like just a quick moment of self-promotion. Uh, my new book, Might of the Gods, is now available for purchase on Amazon, uh, soon to be on Smashwords. It's a book of fantasy superheroics specifically written for readers of English as a foreign language or anyone who likes fast, easy-to-read stories of adventure. Uh, if you like this video, consider picking up a copy, only 99 cents for an ebook. Now, on to our broadcast. So, when I was in elementary school, uh, my classmates told me that uh, this gesture, which I'll call the sign of the horns, was, to was supposed to represent the horns of the devil. And that made sense at the time, given the often dark subject matter of heavy metal, which is usually where we see it used. Uh, but does it really represent the devil? And if not, where did this symbol come from? Well, I did some digging on the subject matter, and I'm not the first. Uh, many scholars of history, of folklore, and pop culture have tried to locate the true origins of the sign of the horns. And I don't want to disappoint anyone, but spoiler alert, no one knows for sure where it came from, and those who claim otherwise are probably liars. However, in my research, I've discovered a few bits of information that might surprise you even if you think you know about the symbol. Uh, now, it gets pretty complicated, and while we don't know anything for sure, I'll propose my own theory at the end. So, let's get started. Now, first, let's hash out what isn't the sign of the horns. Now, if you're observant, you might have noticed a, a gesture similar to the sign of the horns in the Indian religions. For example, statues of the Buddha occasionally show him making a hand gesture with his index and pinky finger extended. This is the Karana Mudra. Now, mudras are hand gestures used in the Indian religions, and the Karana Mudra is often used to aid in the expulsion of negativity, evil spirits, and so on. Uh, however, this symbol is slightly different from the sign of the horns, since in the Karana Mudra, you touch the thumb with the middle finger, and in the sign of the horns, the hand is basically made into a fist, with the exception of the second and fifth fingers. Uh, now, also not to be confused with the sign of the horns is the American Sign Language gesture for I love you. And this is really similar to the sign of the horns, uh, except that the thumb is extended. All right, so people sometimes get these two gestures confused. And uh, in Asia, especially, they're no notorious for this. You can often see people in Eastern countries using uh, the I love you symbol instead of the horns at, at rock concerts. So there are a few other incidences of gestures that look like or are sometimes identical to the sign of the horns, but are a bit different. Uh, an example uh, is the hook'em horns, which is used by fans of the University of Texas at Austin's sports teams. Now, on that note, one thing to keep in mind is uh, that, so one thing to keep in mind before we proceed, there are a lot of sort of um, uh, conspiracy theories uh, involving this symbol. Uh, 
conspiracy theories or hidden truths, depending on whom you ask. But uh, such theories uh, propose links between Helen Keller and the occult, uh, or you know, secret Hollywood cabals of of Satan worshippers. Now, uh, a little bit of research will bring up all kinds of photos of celebrities and politicians flashing the sign of the horns. Now, it, it is worth keeping in mind, however, that uh, this symbol is A, uh, sort of common in pop culture, and B, pretty easy to make just by accident. Um, so I think it pays to be a little bit skeptical here. And for that reason, I'm going to try to avoid going too far down the path of uh, unverifiable theories. But that being said, uh, there there are a few things about the symbol that are kind of weird that we'll briefly talk about at the end, so stay tuned for that. Uh, so now let's see if we can pin down where this symbol came from. It's generally thought that this gesture was popularized by Ronnie James Dio, this uh, the singer for the heavy metal band Black Sabbath. Now in an interview, Dio mentioned that well, he didn't think that he was the first to use the symbol, which he called the Maloik, he greatly increased its popularity. Now, according to Dio, he first saw this gesture used by his Italian grandmother. Now, in Italian folklore, this symbol uh, is called the mano cornudo, or sometimes sometimes I've uh, seen it referred to as le corna. Uh, I'm not entirely sure which is correct. I think perhaps maybe they both are. I, I call it the mano cornudo, all right? But um, anyway, in, in uh, Italian folklore, the, the mano cornudo is used as an apotropaic. Okay, now that's a fancy word for something that repels bad luck, uh, much like the, the Turkish Nazar eye or uh, the, the Arabic Hamza hand. Um, now, in, in Italy, uh, they have this concept of the evil eye or the malocchio, uh, which is sort of a, a curse that you send by looking at someone, right? And by making the mano cornudo, a person can repel the evil magic of the malocchio. Now, it should be noted that the mano cornudo is slightly different from the sign of the horns in that the sign of the horns is often made with uh, the, the fingers pointing upwards, whereas the mano cornudo is made with the fingers pointing down. And according to Wikipedia, <laughs> when you make the symbol with the fingers pointing up, it's an offensive gesture. But I haven't been able to find any supporting evidence for this. Um, I've also read that uh, making this symbol is supposed to imply that the recipient is a cuckold, which means that his wife cheated on him. Uh, again, I haven't found really any reliable sources to back this up. Um, there are quite a few pictures, uh, uh, you know, Renaissance era pictures of what are known as the cuckold horns. But uh, again, these are made with uh, the, the index and middle fingers above the person's head, uh, much like a pair of bunny ears. Uh, but anyway, one could maybe make the argument that um, the, uh, the, the mano cornudo isn't exactly the same symbol as the sign of the horns, but for now, let's just assume that it is. Okay, so then where did the mano cornudo come from? Well, I was unable to find out for sure, but Italy also has another apotropaic charm called the cornicello, which resembles a small horn or chili pepper. 
And this, in turn, has been thought to be linked to the representation of both animal horns, but also, uh, well, penises, all right, as symbols of strength and fertility, uh, which are the opposite of what the evil eye brings about. In fact, uh, ancient Rome was full of penises, pictures of penises on buildings, amulets of penises with wings. The Romans loved them, so it's likely that horns, penises, and chili peppers all sort of came together in the representation of the cornicello, which in turn was represented through, uh, through hands by using the symbol of the horns. All right, so there we go, right? The uh, you know, penises and horns led, the, led to the monocornudo, which led to Ronnie James Dio's grandmother. Mystery solved, right? Well, not quite. You see, Dio joined Black Sabbath in 1979 after Ozzy Osbourne. And there have been photos of musicians using the sign of the horns long before that. Uh, KISS member Gene Simmons can be seen making the sign on the album cover of Love Gun, and he famously uh, tried to patent the symbol and also failed. Now, in an interview on Sirius XM, uh, Geezer Butler, uh, who was the guitarist for Black Sabbath, claimed that he showed it to Dio and that it was something that Aleister Crowley used to do. Now, Aleister Crowley was a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which was a group of people who thought that they could really do magic by practicing secret rituals that had been handed down since the days of ancient Egypt. He rose to fame in the early 1900s and actually earned himself a pretty bad reputation. Um, he was known as the wickedest man in the world uh, due to espousing a hedonistic lifestyle. However, I should point out that I have not seen any photos of Crowley making the sign of the horns. Okay, well, what about before Geezer Butler? Did anyone make the sign of the horns before he did? Yes, that would be the rock band Coven, who, by the way, had a song called Black Sabbath, as well as a member named Oz Osborne. And they most notably make the band, uh, make the symbol uh, on the cover of their album, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls. Uh, and that came out way back in 1969. All right, so now let's take a moment to talk about rock bands and their association with the occult and the black magic. So it's easy to draw a connection between a band called Black Sabbath and Satanism, but any fan of the band can tell you that, black, that the name of Black Sabbath actually came from an old Boris Karloff horror movie, which happened to be playing across the street from the band's rehearsal room. Uh, you know, they thought, well, people play a lot, uh, they pay a lot of money to, to watch horror movies, so maybe they'll pay a lot of music to hear horror-themed music, so they call themselves Black Sabbath. Now, the band Coven, on the other hand, uh, they fully admitted to being Satanists, even going so far as to place photographs of themselves performing satanic rituals among their album art. Okay, so uh, where did Coven get this gesture from, and why did they associate it with witchcraft? Well, I was unable to find any information on this. Uh, maybe they did it just because it seemed cool. Uh, however, uh, their album, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls, was released in 1969, and there's actually an even earlier reference to the sign of the horns as a demonic symbol. And this is one that, to my knowledge, very few people know about. In fact, 
The only reason that I know about this is because I saw it personally many years ago while watching TV late one night. Uh, it appears in the 1966 movie Incubus. Now, Incubus is an interesting movie in and of itself since it stars a very young William Shatner and is also filmed entirely in the language of Esperanto. Now, the movie involves a group of succubi, uh, not incubi, as the title might imply, uh, who fall, uh, and uh, one of them falls in love with a mortal man, William Shatner, and is driven to the side of good. Uh, and in the movie, one of the senior uh, demons, one of the senior succubi, can be seen making the sign of the horns. So as early as 1966, there had been associations between the sign of the horns and black magic. So what's going on here? Uh, how did we go from apotropaic to black magic? Well, that's the big mystery, and I wasn't able to find out for sure, but here's my theory. You see, ever since the Middle Ages, there has been uh, interest in black magic, uh, in, well, in magic, not necessarily b black magic, but just magic in general, and the occult, as well as organizations dedicated to its study. Now, some examples are the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which I briefly mentioned earlier, but also the neo-pagan religion of Wicca. So it should be noted that these belief systems are, are not the demon-worshipping cabals that we might first assume. In fact, a lot of their influence comes from Jewish mysticism, among other things, and often involves the invocation of angels. But in any case, due to the interest uh, of these organizations in ancient practices and symbolism, it's pretty common to see, well, ancient practices and symbolism used in their traditions. So a good example is the uh, the pentagram, which has been used since at least the days of ancient Greece. Uh, the pentagram is the five-pointed star. Uh, another example is uh, the Eye of Horus. Right, So it's likely that some of these organizations adopted the sign of the horns from the superstitions of the Mediterranean, like around Italy and so on. And in fact, Wicca often refers to what it calls the horned god, which is an amalgamation of various deities throughout history, like the Celtic god Cyrenos or the Greek god Pan. Uh, and I, I think I pronounced that correctly, Cyrenos or maybe Kyrenos. I should have researched the pronunciation on that, but I'm already pretty far into this uh, this uh, recording, so too late. Anyway, uh, on page 152 of Scott Cunningham's book, Wicca, A Guide to the Solo Practitioner, the author mentions pressing the middle and fourth fingers into the palm while raising the forefinger and little finger to the sky. Now, this book was written in the 1980s, but Wicca itself was established in the 1950s. Practitioners of Wicca sometimes call themselves witches. The idea is that uh, the witches who suffered persecution in the past were misunderstood pagans. Uh, and this is an idea that has drawn skepticism from some historians, but you know that's a topic for, the, for another day. And while the more nature-oriented Wiccan witches are very different from the evil, cackling, broomstick flying witches that we think of, it's easy to see how some might draw a connection between the two. And actually, Jinx Dawson, who is the lead singer of the band Coven, Coven? 
anyway, has referred to herself as a witch. And uh, a coven is actually a group of witches. So it's likely that there's some kind of connection here. However, there's a little bit more to this story. You see, there is one musician who had been recording using the sign of the horns even before coven, and it was... John Lennon, <laughs> okay? Now, Lennon can be seen making the sign of the horns on the album art for Yellow Submarine, as well as some of the uh, pro promotional photography for that album. Now, some people claim that he was getting the symbol confused with the I love you symbol, and in one photograph, he can clearly be seen making that symbol. However, in many others, including on the artwork for Yellow Submarine, he's definitely making the sign of the horns. Now, maybe he was getting these mixed up, but then that begs the question, where did he see this symbol used with the thumb tucked in like that? Uh, and here's where we start to get a little bit into conspiracy theories, but this really is kind of weird. On the album art of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, if you look in the back left of the crowd, you can see, dun-dun-dun, Alistair Crowley. <laughs> so, personally, I think that Lennon's interest in mysticism did cause him to encounter uh, the sign of the horns, either intentionally or, or on accident. Um, you know, and and so he, that's it manifested itself uh, in in uh, that iconography. All right. So uh, now what? Well, here's what I think happened. Uh, I think that the sign of the horns likely has its roots in ancient uh, Mediterranean uh, beliefs that symbols of penises, horns, or both repel evil. And this belief persisted through the ages, eventually taking the form of the Italian mano cornudo. Um, now, this was this symbol was later uh, adopted by practitioners of magic and neo-pagan beliefs. And then in the 20th century, the conflation of the, these beliefs with the satanic witches of European folklore resulted in the gesture being taken on by modern-day Satanists, like members of Coven uh, or, you know, perhaps Anton LaVey and so on. Now, Ronnie James Dio probably had been exposed to this symbol twice, once from his grandmother and uh, the other time from Geezer Butler, who in turn had seen it used by John Lennon, Coven, and Aleister Crowley. So, uh, while it's impossible to say for sure where the sign of the horns originated, hopefully now you have a little bit more information on this. And the next time you go to a heavy metal concert and your friend throws the goat, uh, it'll give you a little bit of extra fuel for conversation. Uh, that's it for now, everybody. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, and I hope to see you again. Bye-bye.